0: He hugs and kisses his son, his son who, I remind you, had to stink to high heaven. He's just traveled a long distance, and the last place he was in was in the pigsty slopping with the pigs. He was gross, he smelled badly, yet his father embraces him.
1: Welcome to the Parable Podcast. Thanks for joining Family Life's on-air host, Randy Snavely, as he digs into the story lessons taught by the world's greatest teacher, Jesus. In this episode, it's part one of My Two Sons, taken from chapter 15 of the Gospel of Luke.
0: Man in the Mirror was a hit for Michael Jackson in the 1980s. The lyrics of the chorus read, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. And no message could have been any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and then make a change. In Luke 15, there are three parables Jesus tells. In the first two, which we have already covered, our focus was on God and why he comes after us and how he comes after us. In this third parable, We again see the how and why he chases after us, but the focus is more on those whom he chases after. The parable is more about the human factor rather than the divine one. Yes, we see some wonderful characteristics about our Heavenly Father, but this parable that I am calling My Two Sons causes us to look in the mirror to see what we really look like and perhaps what we need to change. Beginning at verse 11, Jesus continued, There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. Your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, Look, all of these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours, who has squandered your property with prostitutes, comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him. My son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we have to celebrate and be glad. Because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again, he was lost and is found. You are listening to Family Life's Parable Podcast entitled, My Two Sons, Part 1. It's taken from Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 32. Before we get to the two sons, I'd like to take a moment to focus on the father and the kind of man he was. Verse 20 tells us the father saw the young man while he was still a long way away. The implication is clear. The father had been watching for quite some time. He was looking for his boy, expectantly wanting and waiting for him to come back. And as soon as his son was ready to return, the father was more than ready to welcome him back, literally with open arms. We are told the father was filled with compassion for him. On May 2, 1962, a dramatic ad appeared in the San Francisco Examiner. I don't want my husband to die in the gas chamber for a crime he didn't commit. I will therefore offer my services for 10 years as a cook, a maid, or housekeeper to any leading attorney who will defend him and bring about his vindication. One of San Francisco's best attorneys, Vincent Hallinan, heard about the ad and contacted Gladys Knight, who had placed it. Her husband, Robert Lee Kidd, was about to be tried for the murder of an elderly antique dealer. Kidd's fingerprints had been found on a blood-stained, ornate sword in the victim's shop. During the trial, Helen Ann proved that the antique dealer had not been killed by the sword, and that Kidd's fingerprints and blood on the sword got there because Kidd had once toyed with it while playfully dueling with a friend while they were both out shopping. The jury, after 11 hours, found Kidd not guilty. Helen Ann refused Gladys Kidd's offer of 10 years of servitude. But what a picture of love and compassion. The woman was willing to give whatever she had for her husband's safe return. Well, the father felt so much compassion for his son. The Bible tells us. He ran to him. Now this man was a rich man; he had servants; he could afford to hire musicians and dancers; his estate was huge; he was a nobleman; yet he threw all of that out the window: in that moment he forgot about his noble position and his dignity, and just ran, for all to see, to welcome his son back. Kenneth Bailey, who has studied and lived Middle Eastern culture, wrote, One of the main reasons why Middle Easterners of rank do not run is that traditionally they all have worn long robes. This is true of both men and women. No one can run in a long robe without taking it up into his or her hands. When that occurs, the legs are exposed, which is considered humiliating. Clearly, exposure of the legs was considered shameful. The robes themselves reached to the ground to make sure this didn't happen. Yet the father is willing to shame himself because of his great compassion for his child. And not only does he bear his legs, he hugs and kisses his son— His son, who I remind you, had to stink to high heaven. He's just traveled a long distance, and the last place he was in was in the pigsty slopping with the pigs. He was gross. He smelled badly. Yet his father embraces him and kisses him, and the original language says he does it repeatedly. Over and over he hugs and kisses his son and the father isn't done. He tells his servants to quickly get the best robe in the house and put it on his boy. This would have been the father's robe that he wore for special occasions. He had it immediately placed on his smelly son. He put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Then he butchers a cow, and they have a feast to celebrate his son's return. The celebration was the father's way of saying, all that I have is yours. What a wonderfully amazing picture of our Heavenly Father, who loves to pour out mercy and grace and forgiveness to us, to those who humbly come to Him in repentance. Dane Ortland writes, there is a family resemblance between the Father and mercy. It's in His nature to give it to us often.
1: This has been the Parable Podcast with Randy Snavely. Click the subscribe button so you'll know when new episodes are released. And be sure to check out Family Life's other original podcasts, including If That Makes Sense, Business by the Book, and Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim. Family Life is a listener-supported ministry. Your partnership makes podcasts like this possible. Find out more at familylife.org.